Hi everyone, it's Bert from Season Gaming and welcome to another BitCast. We're at BitCast 65 and I'm joined as usual with Ains and Dan. We got some fun news for you going with Witcher. We're going to have a review for you. Well, I'll actually review F1 2019, their favorite game as they're listening to this now. But as usual, news hasn't really been that big these past couple weeks. So we're going to go through that and hopefully you enjoy what we got to cover for you. So let's get it started with San Diego Comic-Con currently going on. There has been a few gaming things that have come out. A lot of TV stuff and movie stuff that is in the movie and game industry. And one of the things that we've been most excited about this week has been the Witcher trailer. We finally got it. I believe this is the official trailer and not the teaser to the longer trailer because this one was about two and a half, three minutes long. But we're super excited. I think Ains, Dan, all of us are massive Witcher fans. What do you guys think about this? I personally was blown away so far. So what do you guys think? Yeah, I think it looks really good. I think um, you can tell it's high budget, high production values. Uh, there are a lot of references to characters in the books, and that's what this adaptation really is about. So um, I loved it, and I especially loved right at the end the little tease they did, you know, with the monster coming out of the swamp and him looking all basically potioned up and ready to fight. Um, so, yeah, I think it's going to be great. I am pumped. I, I think I watched it four times yesterday by the end of the night. <laughs> Damn. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I want to say bring it on, but I want to save that for later. <laughs> you got to save that. You only <laughs> get it once. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna save you gotta that. Got to rev it up. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta really build that up for later. Anyway, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited for it. I'm really pumped. I love The Witcher. Um, I haven't read any of the books, so it's, it's kind of nice going into it fresh and kind of seeing what they're gonna do with it. Um, the game obviously is, you know, one of the games of the generation for me. Anyway, um, I'm a little skeptical still about Henry. Or Harry, what's his name? Henry Cavill. Hey, it's Henry. It's I was right the first time. <laughs> Superman. I still I think, think he he's... goes with Henri. No, I'm just <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's fine. He, I'm not calling him that ever. So <laughs> a little bit skeptical, but you know what? I think he can pull it off. It looks really good. Like you said, a high production value. You know, everything looks pretty cool. I'd like to see some more monsters, but you know what? I'm not even gonna say it. I really want to see it. When's it come out? <laughs> just fall. They don't so, have a specific yeah, date yet. Okay. Yeah, so I know I know a few of the channels that are really popular on YouTube have kind of gone through the trailer and dissected it from piece by piece to see if they saw things that they didn't see the first time. They've looked at the background. We did get a good look at Geralt, obviously. We got a good look at Yennefer. We got a pretty decent look at Ciri and what she's going to look like. Is there anything you guys have seen now the second, third, fourth time that you've watched a trailer that you didn't watch the first time that you're even more excited about now? Or have you kind of seen everything you need to see from the trailer? Yeah, I've seen yeah. everything I need to see. That was enough. Yep. Um, now just now just bring the show. You know the exactly. full the full episodes. I'm ready. Yep. Yeah. Um, totally and one quick thing. Um, yeah, go ahead, Dan. Sorry. No, no I agree. That's all. <laughs> Plus one. Um, so Plus one of the one, yeah. one of the things that has been said about the, uh, the the story from the actual directing team and then overall is that it's not going to be adapted from the games as we know the games are a little further in the stories than the books are and things like that. So don't expect to see stuff that you may have seen in Witcher Three, as we know Witcher Three was probably the most successful of the series. Uh, part one and part two were more PC games. They did come to console. But um, as far as units sold and what have people touched and seen from the story, don't expect to see what happened in Witcher 3. This is going to be stuff that has happened way before that. Um, so some of the things to keep in mind, if you have only played Witcher 3, you will not see that story. So can't mention that anymore. Um, hopefully, I was actually talking to Ains about this last night, but hopefully we'll see this get three, four, even five seasons, and eventually we'll get to some of that stuff. But 
um, it would be really cool just to kind of see where it started and where Geralt started before getting too far as a witcher in general. So really cool. Um, okay, so let's move over to another story that is not really related to Comic-Con, um, but it is related to the superhero world, and it's that uh, Spider-Man for the PlayStation 4 Insomniac's Spider-Man is now the highest-selling superhero game out of all the superhero games that have come out. Uh, the previous, I guess, uh, mantle that was held by um, the Arkham games is Arkham City was number one, and then you had Arkham Knight number two, and they were pretty close. And so one of the interesting things here is those have been cross-platform, PC, everything. This Sony Spider-Man Insomniac game has been only Sony. So this is kind of a huge feat, massive success. Spider-Man's having a good few years here. So this is actually one of my favorite games from this generation. Dan, I know you loved it as well. What, what are your thoughts here? Are you super excited? I know you mentioned even starting a whole new playthrough is that what i remember hearing yep i'm still working on it um <laughs> uh, it's it's one of those ones where i can kind of bounce right back in and kind of um just anytime you know now i gotta relearn the controls every single time if, depending on how you know long i've been away from it it gets but, pretty complex with the combat. yeah oh yeah for sure oh yeah, yeah. and and i mean it, this surprises me a little bit um now, is it is it all the games combined, all the Arkham games combined, or is it just no a single title? The single no. title, yeah, yeah. yeah that's Arkham City was a previous the previous record holder there, Dan. So the second one from Rocksteady, uh, Asylum right. did pretty well um, as well, but not as good as Arkham City. And then Arkham Knight's actually now number three, but it was number two. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, that's on multi platforms. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's also been out for you know ever. So it, it's doesn't surprise me because, you know, Insomnia has got a very high pedigree um, as far as, you know, those kind of games. Spider-Man like is like Sunset Overdrive, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Spider-Man's all over the place right now. So they, they've got that, that mass, it's got that mass appeal. Everybody, you know, the new movies come out. Uh, the MCU's probably got a huge, you know, part of that. The fact that it's been bundled with several other, you know, consoles. Uh, mm -hmm. The fact that it's gone on sale—I yep. don't know how many times. Um, you can usually pick it up for twenty bucks. You know, if, if you look hard enough. Um, I mean, great for. I mean, I'm hoping for a sequel. If this is what it takes, then fantastic. Yeah, it's a. Uh, this is like a, a perfect storm, right? Because you had PlayStation Four was doing extremely well. You had the Spider-Man movies were being rebooted, and they're kind of, you guys know better than me, obviously, but I've heard they're very good, and people love them. You had the, just Spider-Man, as you said, Bert, has been very, very hot. Um, so when you yep. combine the, the best-selling console with a, a very popular superhero, if not, I think him and Batman are like the one and two top beloved, I don't know, you know, superhero yep. names. Um Combined with uh, the movies coming out and combined with all the promotions, you said, I mean, it's just a perfect storm for this game to sell extremely well. So, And it doesn't help. I mean, it doesn't hurt that the game was very good, too. So there you go. Yeah. As, and to your point, Ains, I mean, so Spider-Man was really hot late 90s. Then it kind of died out with the poor movie releases. And then, funny enough, during that time, there had to have been five or six Spider-Man games that came out from anywhere dating back to the Dreamcast, to PlayStation 3, Xbox. I mean, there was just so many of them. Yeah. Some were pretty good. Some of them were really bad. So it's good to see that they've kind of now nailed down what the working formula is for a good Spider-Man as Dan said, I'm, I'm just as excited for a sequel to this. There's rumors that Insomniac was working on a sequel the second this one um, released, and they're already working on new content for it. We'll probably see it on the PlayStation 5, obviously, but there's been nothing confirmed from Insomniac. It just seems like a moneymaker, and that's what they're going to do. So 
we'll see how that comes out. So pretty exciting there. Um, switching over to Nintendo, as if they are not another uh, console maker slash software developer that is riding really high right now. We did get a release date for Luigi's Mansion, and it kind of lands on probably the perfect day here. So we're looking at Halloween 2019 Luigi's Mansion 3 is coming out. It was a big presence at E3. There were still no release dates. All we knew is that it was a 2019 release. I actually had guessed it'd be somewhere around Christmas. Dead wrong again, as I was wrong with just about everything at E3. But uh, <laughs> good to see Halloween coming out. It is a day one purchase for me. I cannot wait for this one. Yep, now I'm right there with you. This is my most anticipated Nintendo IP. Um, I know people are very excited over a bunch of games coming for the Switch uh, this fall and into next year, but this is really the only one that I'm pumped for. As you said, it's a big presence at E3. It looks really good. Uh, gameplay looks fun. Pretty cool that there's a multiplayer co-op mode. I hope that, um, you know, I hope that we're able to play that together somehow. I don't know how that's going to work. <laughs> but, um, I'll send you my code. Yeah, don't, yeah, stop it. Um, <laughs> but no, this looks great. Really excited for it. I hope it's uh, I hope it's up to par. Oh, you know it will be. It's Nintendo. <laughs> that's, that's all I really have to say about that. I know, you know, it's one of those things where they had that promotion, you know, not too long ago, where they had the the vouchers. Spend a hundred bucks and you got you know to choose two games. I still haven't used mine yet. Nice. So between this one, Astral Chain, uh, a Pokemon that I'm probably gonna buy and never play um maybe i'll play a little bit i don't know man i mean I, it's it's such a saturated time too of, it's like so many games coming yeah, out that's it, it's gonna be so hard for me to get to it but I'm, I'm gonna get it it's probably gonna be one of my vouchers um that and probably astral chain i forget about the dark crystal coming out too damn you switch and nintendo you got too much stuff wow. i i didn't know you were a dark crystal day one by i didn't know that that's Listen, that's man. good to hear I love, I love yep. the Dark Crystal. He <laughs> <laughs> got, it got real serious over here yeah. when you said that, Bert. Yeah. Get on my case. Space got all straight. Yeah. <laughs> Can leave me alone. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure, like to Dan, uh, to Ains's point there, I, I'm pretty sure it's going to have some quality behind it. A lot of people love Luigi and Luigi's Mansion, the, the series in general. It was one of my favorite GameCube games, so um, I yeah, hope it's good. Um, and it's it, it almost has to be. I, I can't I can't see them ruining this one. So no. All right. Yeah, so um, sticking on Nintendo here, so kind of a weird ninja move here that was kind of pulled recently is there is a new Nintendo Switch coming out. Now, we're not talking about the light, and we're not talking about a Nintendo Switch Pro here. It's simply a new model slash SKU. Um, and the biggest difference here, and the way it kind of leaked out slash was announced, was on the Nintendo website, where they were kind of listing the consoles that were coming out, and they did state this one. And the only difference here is the better battery life. So just for reference here, and I had to actually look this up because I forgot on how kind of silly it is, but the original Nintendo Switch, the basic one like we were talking about, gets between 2.5 to 6.5 hours of gameplay. Now that's mm -hmm. kind of silly if, you, if you're flying somewhere, Gosh. just if you're going coast to coast or if you're going even where I am in Texas to California, there's a high chance the game you're playing will not make it to that destination uh, before your battery runs out. Um, now the new switch that they, like I said the new model the new the ninja one number, the ninja yeah, yeah the, the, the ninja one has now increased from 2.5 to 6.5 now to 3.0 to 7.0 um, oh, oops I messed that one up let me start over on that one that is that is the switch that is the switch light oh, the, the new one that is the, is the base one is four and a half to nine hours 
the mm-hmm. light that we were talking about a second ago is 3.0 to 7.0, which kind of puts this new switch in a weird place for people. Because a lot of people were saying the light was the way to go because you just get that new awesome battery life, which was kind of silly to begin with, somewhere between 20 to 30%. But this one is actually getting a pretty decent gain in battery life. The Joy-Cons are the same, the screen's the same, the look of it's the same even. So um, you really have to pay close attention to the SKU that you're picking up. If you haven't looked at our site before, I have the screenshots and everything for you to show you what this new SKU looks like. It is coming out in North America in August and in European regions around September. So keep a lookout on this one. I'm not going to pick this one up personally. What about you guys? Probably. <laughs> no, here's here's my plan with that. Okay, so the Switch Lite comes out in September, right? So I'm probably gonna yes. pick one of those up just because I have to have it. The yellow looks cool. Um, so I'm gonna sell my Switch, my current Switch. I can probably yep. get a couple hundred bucks out of it if I find some sucker, um, and then I'll use that money to buy the new SKU. Which should be the same price, right? It should be three hundred dollars. Two ninety nine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It, it yeah. is still two ninety nine. That's correct. But I so, bet you so, anything, we're going to see the old ones at two eighty ish on eBay and everywhere else. Yeah, but I'm still I'm still undercutting those guys by a bunch. So <laughs> take that, suckers. Um, I'm gonna sell that and just put a hundred dollars towards uh, basically doubling my battery life on my Switch. Um, the more I say that out loud, uh, the worse it sounds. Now I'm reconsidering it. Here's a third par- I have a third-party battery pack, which gives me like six hours by itself. This is true. So do I. The worst part <laughs> so of it. I've got the same thing. Yeah, I've got cords <laughs> that I can plug in. Oh, oh, damn it, Nintendo. Why do you do this to us? Me. They got you, Dan. They, they got, got you. The, the, How about the, you, Ains? The funniest... Th- no, probably not. Um, the funniest thing about this, though, is that, you know, the, the whole issue with the Joy-Cons, the thumbsticks on the Joy-Cons, yes. is, is really becoming a big deal. Um, Kotaka ran a big article about it, and now there's a class action lawsuit filed against Nintendo. And so um, I find it weird that of all the things they decided to update on the Switch, it's just to put a bigger, more efficient battery in it, but didn't touch the Joy-Cons at all, despite Mm. all the the issues. But no, um, I'm I'm not touching this. Come on now. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and to the joystick conversation, Ainsum, I actually have some new uh, joysticks on the way. So if you're one of the people that has watched a lot of our how-tos and fixing videos and stuff like that, I will put up a video on the nice. joystick replacement. Cool. The, the joystick replacement is actually fairly easy. The shell replacement is a freaking nightmare. Yeah, I, <laughs> so, I ordered uh, those also, Bert. I've got some coming on Monday. <laughs> um, so I will wait to put them together. <laughs> I actually bought that SNES yeah. casing for not only the Joy-Cons, and the Pro Controller, and the actual Switch. So I'm going to go to town. We're going to see how that works. But I'm not recording any of this stuff. I'm going to leave that to you. (laughs) You may may be just buying a new Switch just because you broke the one. That's exactly what I'm saying. Why why don't you record it? We'll just have two videos, how to and how not to. (laughs) Yes. Watch as I throw my Switch across the room. This is how you break the Joy-Cons. Yep. Yeah, and it's, it's almost kind of funny because um, to get a new set of Joy-Cons, when you catch them on sale, they're about 60 bucks. Um, the crazy thing is Joy-Cons are like $80 or $70 um, at standard MSRP. So that's really expensive. It's like a $20, $30 increase over uh, the PlayStation and the Xbox controllers, which arguably have a little more tech in them. But, um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, we're all, we love Nintendo stuff. Um, we'll probably end up with a few of these. 
Um, I have to replace my joysticks. If those fail, I'm going to have to buy a new joystick uh, slash Joy-Con. So um, we'll see where that goes. But that is, the, that is the story on the new Switch SKU slash model number coming out. If you need more information on it, please take a look at Season Gaming. We have the, the SKU number and everything there for you for more information. The box is supposed to look slightly different, but it's really easy to get confused here when you're looking well, at that's, that. That's the selling point then. What? The, the new box. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a shiny new box. You guys, you guys yeah. are only uh, giving me more ammunition for my article I'm writing, by the way. Oh, jeez. <laughs> there you go. Okay, another another good story that came out this week is all three of us here have been pretty excited about the Call of Duty Modern Warfare reboot that's coming out this fall. Um, we finally got some firm gameplay that has been out to the public. There was some backdoor slash backstage uh, viewing that was shown at E3 that only certain people in the media were able to see. That was more touching on the campaign and how the story elements were pretty intense for a lot of people. We're finally seeing some multiplayer stuff, and the first thing that they've kind of released is around three to five minutes of one of their new gameplay modes called, I believe it's Gunfight. Is that right? Yeah. Reading yep, yep, that, yep. remembering that correctly? Um, it actually looks pretty cool. It's a two-on-two uh, match where you're playing pretty much with your buddy or a stranger, depending on, on how you're playing. And it's uh, pretty much, you get shot, you die, that's over. And it's left with your teammate and it's going. It actually looks pretty cool, pretty gritty uh, from what we're all wanting out of Modern Warfare here. But I was super excited to see this. Uh, there's supposed to be full multiplayer um, kind of release of videos coming out next month. So look forward to that one as well. Yeah, yeah. August 1st, actually, is the official reveal. Um, for the yep. full multiplayer suite from what they said. But yeah, Gunfight looks good. This video was neat. Showed a couple maps. The maps, um, did you watch it by chance? Because we were talking I did not about... I see that one. Okay. So we were talking last week about the size of them. And they're pretty small, but they're not like comically small. Right. There are, there are a lot of angles you can work, and it looks like you can use whatever weapon. But um, it looks really, really fun, man. I think this could be really neat. Um, I don't really know what else to say about them. I, I'm really excited to play it. I like the two-on-two round-based thing. And uh, Bert, Dan said he's ready to play with you, and I'm just going to watch the stream with a beer. Yeah, that'll be, <laughs> a, be definitely a good gaming. <laughs> Christmas. Um, I think the you know the more options that you give us as gamers, you know, in your game, the better it's going to be. Yeah, you just know, more look, modes. Right, more modes like that. You see, like the even the Gears Five test that came out. You know, there's like three different ways, or you know. They're going to have so many different yeah, ten ways to play Gear it. said 10 modes. 10 modes. Yeah. I mean, that's what you want. That's it's what awesome. you want to see. So, you know, it, this is great for uh, anybody that's a Call of Duty fan or multiplayer fan. Um, I think it'll be interesting for sure. Yeah, Gunfight has been said to be the favorite among the testers and development team that's currently working on the game right now. So if that's getting some some play over there, I'm really excited to see what it does at home for people. So You can definitely see it fun. becoming... Uh, like a, a pro league thing too like watching yeah. two on twos in this um where it's round based and really tense where one kill can make the whole difference in a match i mean yep. there's a lot of potential for a mode like that yep so really cool to see that um like i said we're all excited for the new modern warfare hopefully they kind of go back to the roots and give us something new or it's gone kind of stale in the last few releases so Anyways, um, we were talking about Comic-Con before, um, and sticking to Comic-Con, or I should say coming back to it, the Marvel Avengers trailer that was at E3 that once again was only seen by media backstage um, is at Comic-Con this year, and that has leaked. So if you were kind of interested to see what the game looks like from a gameplay perspective, the original trailer that was released was more of just a CGI rendering of the characters shooting around and 
I think Tony Stark talking to, to uh, Thor and Hulk and all them kind of showing the character release. Um, the actual gameplay trailer has released. It looks pretty good. Um, I, I think there's a lot of work that they need to do on it. They've already done some adjusting on the way Black Widow looks. There was some um, criticism as to what she was looking like at E3. They went and changed her face and her hair to look a little bit different. But now we get to see what the gameplay looks like. Um, there's a lot of people that were concerned about the quick time events. There's, those are very much there. I think that's a concern for a lot of people. And it looks a lot like just a button masher. But the look of it, the graphics of it look pretty sweet. Um, I'm somewhat impressed. I think I'm. it's at the status quo for me now. I need to see a lot more to get the hype going. I'm, I'm ready to play it today. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> I'm a huge Marvel guy. So that's, that's probably, you know, the fan talking. But yeah, I, I understand where the, the concerns were. Seeing what we saw at A3 um, on that press conference, I was not super impressed. Especially for something, this is one of the ones that I was really, really looking forward to this E3, um, being that you know big fan. But I've got uh, Ultimate Alliance holding me over for now. <laughs> it's a total fan service, so we'll see how this goes and see how it comes out. Um, still have some concerns. I didn't even see what the what Black Widow's hair looks like now. Wow. I know it looked like it was super permed last time, but it's humid out there. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. It was San Fran. There's Word a lot of before and afters, Dan. If you okay. catch them on like Twitter or something, there you can see the differences. And for some reason, people really disliked the way she looked at E3. I, I personally didn't seem to care too much because she's not really a main character in the Avengers, anyways. But um, it seems like with the movies that have come out, all of a sudden they've made her like this main character. So I, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, now I'm speaking purely from a a non-Avengers fan viewpoint here, but the uh, I, I gotta say, I, yeah, I'm I'm not impressed at all with this gameplay. Um, I expected as long as this game's been in development yeah. from Crystal Dynamics, which is a really solid team with a lot of funding, um, I expected to be kind of blown away to where even if I didn't, you know, like I've said before, I don't really care for the the Avengers, but if it was cool gameplay and cool, you know, footage, I'd be excited to check it out. I'm not excited at all um, at this point. <laughs> I'm just not. I mean, it doesn't, the gameplay looks really generic. Um, button mashing, like you said, quick time events, I'm just, I wasn't, I don't know, I wasn't impressed. I was so, much more impressed with Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 looking at, yeah. looking at it than Avengers. Now, that's not to say, I mean, we're 10 months away from release. They have plenty of time to polish the game up. Um, yep. And maybe just what they've shown hasn't been the best thing to show. So who knows? But as of, as of right now, this moment, I, I'm not impressed at all. And remember, this comes out like three weeks after Cyberpunk, so you, you're not yeah. even talking to this. Is not even worth the discussion in my in my world. So don't bring it on. <laughs> don't bring this is bring turn it off. Yeah, turn it off. <laughs> Take it out. <laughs> the trash. But no, I mean, in, in all seriousness, as long as this is we've been hearing about this game yeah, for no, years right. now, and Crystal Dynamics is a really, I mean, think of the games, oh, Tomb, Tomb Raider, Raider reboot yeah. and Rise of the Tomb Raider are amazing games. Um, what the what what is going on here? I don't know. Yeah, and this is the game that they went to after. Um, after Rise of the Tomb Raider, mm -hmm. they've been focusing on since. So I mean, it's Oof. kind of weird. I mean, it, it looks good. I mean, I'm not going to say the graphics it's a look good. Looking game, but yeah, but uh, yeah. I mean, it's just kind of a weird thing. I think it's got it's got a lot of criticism. A lot of people are still excited for it just because Marvel is hot right now. But um, if it becomes just a button masher with quick time events, with all that time of development, I just wonder if it's going to get any criticism at, that it deserves because it should. But we'll see. It's a hard time right now to criticize anything without being called you know, something negative. Don't worry, I'm on it. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to say, though, if you think about the pressure for that team, with it, Avengers is like the biggest IP in like the world right now from a... Especially yep. from a comic book and movie standpoint, right? I mean, the pressure to develop a Star game Wars. that is up to expectations, which are going to be sky high. Um, God, it's, it's got to be tough. Yep. All right, so that is releasing May 2020. So it's uh, it's a good ways away, as Dane said. Uh, Ains said Danes. You say Danes? You guys know that guy? It's as, a two-person uh, podcast. We've assimilated. <laughs> As, uh, as Ain said, it, it is a good ways away, so uh, hopefully they get it together. They've already taken the criticism from Black Widow and fixed some things there, so maybe that's more things changing. Okay, uh, we were talking about things at Comic-Con, and we're sticking with it here. So there has been a new Doom movie in development for, I believe, almost two years now. It was announced back in 2018. It is coming out October 1st, 2019. If you guys had no idea what this is, that there was even one in development, it is called Doom Annihilation. I vaguely, vaguely remember this trailer teaser um, last year, and I, it hasn't even been on my radar or any care of it whatsoever. The funny thing, it is a direct-to-video uh, release. Um, it has not been funded by Netflix or Amazon Prime or any of those studios like that. It is its own studio being directed, I believe, by Universal, if I'm not mistaken. I can't remember who had the rights to it. But October 1st, you should see it on Blu-ray, DVD, and potentially Netflix, Amazon Prime, those streaming services, Hulu maybe, even in the future. But it is based on the reboot of the game franchise. We don't really know where in the timetable that that is taking place in or anything. But um, take a look at the trailer. If you're not watching the actual YouTube uh, bitcast right now, we are showing it while we're talking about it. But um, if you want to see the actual uh, trailer and then its full potential, take a look at it on YouTube or anywhere else. Uh, yeah, live action? Dan, Dan and I are, are very lost on this one, to be honest with the okay. audience, because um, not only do I not remember ever hearing about this, um, but I, I, I haven't heard of that this week. I just missed this, apparently. <laughs> yeah, no it, it is technically the uh, the second release of a Doom live action trailer. If you remember the one with The Rock, yeah. gosh, was that 20, yeah, yeah. 2006 oh, or yeah, something? I yeah, I remember that. I actually watched that, yeah. funny enough, pretty recently. It was, the, it was the game that, remember they introduced like first person perspective? That's right. Yep. Um, yep. But I, I don't know what the heck this is. It seems like a weird thing because if it's, it's unheard of for the most part. It's released direct to digital, so it's not going to yep. be a huge budget big release, and yet their monster game is coming out a month after that. It seems like yep. a weird and thing. I think mm. I think people will watch it, maybe even buy it on Blu-ray or something just because the game coming out, but even that's kind of weird. It hasn't got that much press. There was some stuff at Comic-Con about it, um, but now we have a release date. I know you guys are going to be running to this one yes. October 1st. I'd watch it, so. but I just, I don't know, I'm worried. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so it's basically going to be like Doom, but without The Rock, right? So, worse. Yeah. <laughs> or better, it's funny I don't know, because I think your perspective. I think the one with The Rock was based on Doom 3, if I'm not mistaken. It was kind of, uh, it's where the story was kind of from, and they were going to build into it and, and have sequels, but it did so poorly that they kind of killed it off then. And so now that the, the franchise has had a reboot with the most recent Doom game, and now Doom Eternal coming out. Maybe this is supposed to, you know, get some interest in it that I didn't have before. But who knows? As as you guys are, we're kind of surprised by it. I bet you a lot of the audience is surprised by it too. Uh, we'll see what this one does if it does anything at all. I mean, it's a all big right. old flop that never even lands. <laughs> so. 
Anyway, so if, depending on when you're listening to this, Gears had its tech test this past weekend. Um, we have had our hands on it uh, from the second that we had a chance to play it on Friday. Bit of a rough start, but now it's going pretty smooth for the most part. We've been kind of blown away from it. And with that, let's talk about a little bit of, first of all, your feedback and what you're playing. So, Ains, I'll start with you this time. What are your thoughts here on the Gears tech test? I've been pretty impressed with it so far. Yeah, I've, I've played a lot. So I played last night as we were talking um, and playing, and then I jumped on this morning for a while and played and unlocked all the, uh, you know, the tester unlockables. They have some skins and a banner you can unlock. And um, really, really impressed with it. I won't uh, go on here, but if you're a Gears multiplayer fan, um, the game, the Gears has kind of a rough history in multiplayer. They've had some interesting things if you go all the way back to the beginning. Um, this one is by far uh, the smoothest I've played. Um, the hit detection, the gun feel, the consistency, uh, really, really solid. You never feel like, what the hell just happened, you know, which is kind of a Gears thing. Um, it's very consistent. It's absolutely stunningly gorgeous. Super smooth. Everything's at 60 frames. Um, I don't see any frame drops, any hiccups, um, anything that just looks out of place. I mean, it just plays extremely well. And the arcade mode is pretty cool. Um, you have five characters on each side, five cog, five swarm. And they have unique weapons and starts, and you can purchase other weapons. And it's just a race to 50, like a traditional team deathmatch, um, to get more newer players in. You know, it's just uh, all the damage and stuff is the same, but there's additional headshots, and just it's it's a faster paced game than normal gears. So, like I said, I won't go on too long, but I've been very very impressed by it. I'm going to continue to play it this weekend. Next weekend, it's open again. And then um, I may write up just a brief kind of preview article from someone's experience who has several hundred hours if not more in gears multiplayer um but i'm i've really enjoyed what i've played so far yeah and i'm completely the opposite not that i haven't enjoyed what I've played. <laughs> dan but hates I, it I, no no that, that <laughs> I, I have very very little time in gears multiplayer but i did play i was only able to play the um uh, what is it? The the boot camp. Boot camp. Boot camp. Is that what yeah. it is? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I played the boot camp. Perfect um, for people like you. Excellent. Bert and I were like, "Is this over I, yet?" Yeah, I need to play it like three <laughs> more times, and then maybe I'll get everything. Um, but gosh, it was gorgeous. I mean, it was just yeah, it's, it, it, it's it's incredible. And this is just the tech test, you know. I mean, I can, maybe they make it look even better. I don't even know that it's possible. But from everything I've seen online, everything you know, I've seen on Twitter. Uh, people posting about it and posting their videos and their screenshots and they look like I mean people are really really mm -hmm. enjoying it. They're digging it. You know, so that's that's what's important. You know, it's another win for gamers. So um, I will definitely try to get into it a little bit more probably tomorrow um, and maybe get some multiplayer in there and uh, see what I can do, which isn't going to be much. So if you know the, the question for the three of us or for the community, I guess, is really if if this is this good, if the multiplayer is this good and this gorgeous. Um, Imagine what campaign, you know, as long as the campaign's well-written. Right. Um, it could be incredible. This could be, I mean, a really... I've been saying that Gears 5 is going to blow the doors off. I've been saying that for a long time, but it looks like I'm, we may be accurate on that. Yeah, you know, Gears 4 yeah. for me suffered from that, you know, from the from the campaign side anyway. It kind of slogged for me a little bit. Um, it, I don't know if it was just... It's a shame because it, it was five acts. Right. And acts... The middle of Act 3 through the end was really good, but the Act 1 and 2 were just, they, they kind of... It took a little while to get it took going. A, it took a while to get going, and people kind of just, they didn't get brought into yeah. it. Yeah, I, I'm still I'm still yeah. working on it. I plan on having it done. I'm at, I think I'm at four and a half-ish, probably. Uh, chat, or Act 4, I think, is where I'm at. So okay. it, it's, it's 
one of those games I keep kind of going back to, but it, it's just hard. I think it's just because it changed, you know, when you go from like, you know, Marcus's story and then, you know, it kind of changed a little bit where he, he's there, you know, but I wasn't used to, you know, I'm not a big Gears guy anyway, but, <laughs> you know, it, it was it was just different and it, was, it just kind of threw me off a little bit, but it's still a good game. And, um, but this one really kind of got me just for boot camp. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, a, and a tech test. So it's, I'm excited for it. And Game Pass Ultimate, get the Ultimate Edition. Yeah. And it's All three crazy. of us play it September 6th. What else, what else are you playing, Dan? I know you're playing a lot of stuff, but what else are you playing? Like right now, uh, Ultimate Alliance on the Switch. Nice. Uh, yeah. That's probably taking most of my time at the moment. Um, I'm kind of jumping around a little bit of Spider-Man, a little bit of... Actually, you know what I just started today was Uncharted 4. So that was a little bit crazy. Oh, Lost, Lost yeah. Legacy, right? Yeah. No, like the actual Uncharted 4 or whatever. <laughs> uh, thieves. Oh, okay. The Thieves, yeah. For some, reason, yeah. I, for some reason, I thought you played that already. Sorry about that. Oh, no. What? What? No. Hold on. Stop the presses here. We're, whoa, whoa. We're going to stop everything. Yeah. I've only played Uncharted, the original. Yeah. Uh, part of the two. I can't go back. <laughs> you can go back because two is the best back. one. One was so hard okay, to one, get through. One's a little dated. Yes, two was what I played. Jesus. It was all right. Two I'm is incredible. So I'm just, I know. I just read the story. I was like, okay, I know where I'm caught up to four. This is the one I want to play. So I started Here's playing that again. Here's the moment you get kicked off. Uh, all right. I've been kicked off the show. This is. At least a dozen times Just already. Yeah, I'm sorry. How many episodes have you been on? It's been that many times. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's always a guess on whether or not I'll be back next week. So, but yeah, it's I always started. a guess. <laughs> um, so hold on, I won't harp on Uncharted. Go okay. freaking play them. Yeah, um, I'm working on it. Ultimate Alliance. Right. So, have you built a good team yet? According only, to you, I've only no. been shown crap so far. I mean, I don't even know why I take your opinion because <laughs> I don't even know if you know who the guys on the screen are. So. I do, okay. <laughs> not at a deep level, but I know no, who they are. Okay, so no, but in all seriousness, how how is it? It's actually really really fun, but I mean, it's 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 a little bit button mashy, um, and some of the yep. controls are a little wonky, and the cameras, if you don't set it right, there's two different settings for it. It can be kind of frustrating, um, but I mean, it's total Marvel fan service, okay. and it's, it's it plays well for the most part. Um, every there's so many, it's a lot deeper than That's I thought I was it was going to be. I mean, it's really, I mean, every every character's got four different powers that you can level up. Those four different powers, they've got multiple outfits that you can unlock through different kinds of uh, like side quests or you know like little different missions um, that have nothing to do with the main story. Um, there, there's a lot. I'm good. still kind of getting, I'm still just scratching the surface, but so far it's been really good, and I have had a lot of fun playing it. Um, short of that, I've been playing a, that indie game, Katana Zero, which, if you're a 2D platformer, side-scrolling... Don't try and draw me into this. Dude, I've never played anything like it. It's a little <laughs> $15 game on the Switch and the PC, I think. Um, I don't even know how to describe it. It's kind of like... You play through like each these levels, and each each level is sectioned off. You, you'll you'll you're like a little ninja guy, right? And you're with a katana. Through, with a katana, you, you die in one hit. All right, everybody else dies in one hit, but you play through it, and then if you make it through it, that's that's 
it's like that's what happened. Okay, like but you're, you're reliving the story kind of. This, this is as much as I can tell you. You're kind of reliving, like this is, the, the story's already been played out. You're deciding how it actually goes, but you have to make it through each one of these levels and you kind of replay it. I, I can't even explain it. It's so hard to explain. I think somebody described it once like kind of like a, like a minority report, you know, where like, you okay. know, like the, the precognitions okay. and stuff. I think that's what I heard. And I, that's, I guess that's kind of accurate. Um, it's very unique. It's got some cool little music and um, I haven't gotten too far into it, so I couldn't tell you 100%, but it's, it's tough. And but it's really fun and it's a nice little fifteen dollar game, definitely worth it. Nice, yes. cool. And Ains, you said you've had a very busy week, right? So you've only had a chance to touch the Gears tech <laughs> test, right? I've played Gears, yeah, and I talked about it. That's about it. <laughs> I wish I had a, wish I had played something else, but no. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Well, I'll talk about what I'm playing, and event I will kind of segue into our review today. So. Um, I've been playing a bit of pub with not only you, Ains, but other people this week um, when they've had time and the Gears tech test. I've also been fairly busy as well, so things have been kind of all over the place in gaming for me. But uh, the focus outside of the social side of stuff is F1 2019. So let me let me tell you a little bit about F1 2019. So um, this is the yearly release that comes out from Codemasters. Um, in my opinion, it is some of the best racing you can get in gaming right now. Um, however, with that being said, it is getting a little bit maddeny, <laughs> and let me explain that. It seems like a nice. yearly roster update where they touch one or two things in the engine, and that's all they do. Um, they have added a new racing engine altogether in the game, and it's been kind of uh, worked on for a couple years, and you can definitely notice that when you're racing. The lighting is probably the best lighting I've seen in a racing game because it definitely affects where you are on the track when you're racing if there's like the grandstand it actually shades part of the uh, track and when you go through there it actually affects everything in the cockpit um, and then you'll be on different parts of the track where it might be raining or it might be sunny and you'll notice that as you go through so in a lot of racing games the weather affects the whole track and you'll be somewhere and it'll start drizzling and all of a sudden everything's raining and it stays raining the whole time very different in F1. So that's really cool that they've added that. They've also added the F2 license to the F1 series. So you can play the F2 championship. And these are simply slower cars. It's kind of the, the stepping stone before you get into F1. I wouldn't say it's a bit of an afterthought, but the cars are there, the drivers are there, and you can race their cars in the way that they race them. And that's really fun. Um, but in all the other F1s, they've had some historical cars that you can play as and play some historical battles like Alain Prost and um, Ayrton Senna. You can kind of have their battle go on. It's pretty cool there. Where they have spent a bit more time on is the multiplayer aspect of things. You can now join leagues and play like a weekly Grand Prix against them and you can do practice, you can do uh, qualifying, you can do all that and race together. Um, and then you have the typical multiplayer that is actually pretty good from a racing perspective. Um, if I was to give it a rating, I'd put it somewhere between a 7.5 to 8.0. We really do just 7 or 8. So for me, it's somewhere in the middle. I'll make a full decision on where that goes. It's it's awesome. It's as good as it gets. But in my opinion, they need to do a lot more to improve their game versus the same thing with just a few updates throughout the year. And that's the biggest reason why I don't give it a 9 or a full 8.5 or something like that. But I've really enjoyed my experience with it. Um, if, if you are into F1 racing, I definitely say check this out. 
Um, if you're kind of on the fence and you've liked F1 2018, and because that is on Game Pass right now, and it is very discounted on PC and PlayStation 4 as well, you're okay with that, but you're missing out on some of the new engine and some of the new tracks that they added this year because of where the F1 season's going. So really enjoyed it. Give it a try. It's fantastic from Codemasters. So um, that's it for my review. And with that being said, I'm going to turn it over to Dan. So he's uh, hosting Name That Game this week. Um, let's see what we can do. I, oh, so, I think, no, I think, hold on. yeah, but I don't yeah, think yeah. that was ready. Let me ask you one question while he pulls that up Bert, about, F1. yeah, sure. Um, sure. because I, you know, Dan and I don't play it, but for listeners, yep. um, we get a lot of listeners overseas and F1 is a huge, huge thing, of course. Um, yep. if you're new to the franchise, so say you, you've never played an F1 game before, how good is the game at, at, introducing the mechanics and everything that's important to f1 racing and unique to f1 racing to a new player yeah so great question and i was actually going to touch on this and i forgot so thanks for adding that in there but um it's so f1's a pretty deep sport um a lot of people think it's just a race and all that's all that happens but there is everything from your pitting team to upgrades that you do on your car throughout the season you develop new parts that come to you throughout the season Um, There is a difficulty setting, and the difficulty setting ranges everywhere from very easy all the way to expert, um, and then even ultimate. And so that is one of the things that I think will affect everybody that plays this game. If you're a decent racer, your difficulty is going to be somewhere between hard and expert, and you have to kind of find that sweet spot as to what is the best racing for you. Because if you make it too easy, you destroy the AI, and the AI is not aggressive with you. They don't do stuff like blocking or try to draft you pretty aggressively. They simply just race on a track. If it's too um, hard, then the game's not fun because then the AI is just too hard. So I would say that it is very approachable for new people. There's also a ton of assists, just like the Forza and the Gran Turismo games that you can turn on, turn off. There's different settings in those assists. So everything from like a traction control where you will uh, you know, put just a little bit of traction versus a ton, you can tune all that to really turn into the game that you want it to be. So yeah, even for people that are seasoned racers, you still have to find where that sweet spot is for you to enjoy the game to the max. But yes, very approachable to new people, but also very good for veterans as well. Great question. Dan, did you have any questions? Seasoned racers. I like that. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I got a question. (laughs) So so compared to say like like a Forza or GT Sport, um, as far as like the simulation goes, is it more simulation or is it Mm -hmm. more... Maybe arcadey like uh, yeah. So like F, it's not uh, a um, Horizon Four. Is that yeah? Yeah, I, I will say it is not a full simulation. Um, to have a full simulation with F one is very difficult because it, your average even professional race car driver cannot drive an F one car. They're just a whole another piece of technology. But it's as I said, you you can tune it to become more simulator like in the game. Um, or you can tune it to be very arcadey. But even even the way you race in F1 is very different. So you rely a lot more on braking and aerodynamics, whereas cars like your typical Porsche or Ferrari or something, you really focus on getting a good corner, and that's really it in a straight line. Where this one, you literally don't gas it in the corner because aerodynamics are holding the car down so much. So it's a very different practice in racing, and I think people are going in thinking just what you said, Dan. They're thinking they're playing Horizon or Forza or Gran Turismo, and they can drive the cars the same way where you don't. It's a very different kind of racing style. So um, a lot of fun, something fun to do with friends. Um, I really suggest it if you're into F1 at all. It's a great game. And how's the, um, sorry, I'm taking this off track. How's the wheel? 
yeah. So the wheel is something that I have a lot. I have to do a lot of practice on. I've gotten so used to playing with the controller and moving the sticks a specific way to where you barely move them for the best steering. With the wheel, if you turn it too much, it, you know your car's spinning. The same with the gas pedal. If you give it way too much gas, your your car is going to do a 360 in the place because how much power the F1 cars have. Um, I need to tune that in itself. So I was just tuning, talking about tuning difficulty. I need to tune my wheel experience. It works great, especially the force feedback because you can feel the torque coming through the wheel the whole time. So um, it's a lot of fun with the wheel too. So I think we're ready for a name that game. Uh, Dan, I believe you were hosting, like I mentioned earlier. Um, I think we also said that the host gets first pick. Is that correct? Well, I so think that's right. Let's, yep. let, let's go with it. What you got, okay, Dan? Sure. All right. Well, um, based on last week's uh, debacle. Um, I would uh, shout out to Kel, who got it in four questions. He only said job, gauntlet, Kel. Kel. So you didn't really get super No, he specific. got it. We give him the benefit of the doubt. He's a long-time fan here. <laughs> Messed up. <laughs> anyway. All right, so who's, who's, who's got first guess? First. Bert does. All right, let's just get on with this stuff. I know you guys have played this game. First published in 1995 by Panasonic for the 3DO. Oof. You're my wheelhouse. Rash. Woo! Let's do this. I'm going to get this done quick. Uh, road rash. <laughs> yes. We're done. No, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> Panasonic for the 3DO in 95. Um, I really want somebody to hit like something like Super Relay. What's the quickest one we've ever done? Like three questions? Published by Panasonic, you said. Published. Oh, interesting. Making, making Makers of great TVs. Okay. Um, let's, <laughs> let's go uh, Desert Strike. No. It wasn't Desert Strike. That's not what I meant. Damn yeah, it. Yeah. That's yes. not what I, I literally said the wrong game. That's not even on the 3DO. I don't even know what that game is. You don't know what Desert Strike? No. Can I correct my guess or do I have to wait? You have to wait. Oh, damn it. Up. Look at it Well, I mean, you have the next vest. Yeah, next you have the next vest. Oh, that's so. true. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. It was ported to the Sega Saturn and the PS1. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. I would have got it on question one. Damn it. Return Fire. No. Damn it. Never mind. I don't have it. I, bur <laughs> I birded it. Sorry. Oh, damn. <laughs> damn. Okay, so... Came out in 1995. Yeah, it was published later. by Panasonic, and it was later ported to the. It Saturn. later came to Sega Saturn and Flash PS1 also. Uh, so how about Need for Speed? That's a good guess, but wrong. <laughs> Actually, I don't even know if that's a good guess. Not really. All right. So, next question or hint is most commonly referred to as an interactive adventure movie. Slow it down. Slow it down. Oh. I think Ains has got this. No, I don't. I don't. I think Bird has got this. Is it Dungeon this. Lair? What? Dungeon's Lair? Or Dungeon. dra Dragon's Lair, sorry. Dragon's Lair. No. no. Dragon's Lair. Good God, guys. Dragon's Lair. Dragon's Lair, yeah. Okay. One, two, and three, right? Yeah. They just released those. Not Slayer. No, not Lair. Slayer. Lair. Okay. Yeah, with the goofy yeah, looking that's, dude. That, yeah. That's what I, I said. That that's that's Dirk. Yeah. I don't know what his name is. Same's Dirk. Okay, well, his name's Dirk. Well, you're wrong, regardless of what we're talking about. Jeez. <laughs> so, we're like a, right. a two-person skit it's, over here. It's Gauntlet, Dark Legions. <laughs> Dark Legions. Oh, um, God. The radio, the published by Panasonic's what's getting me. Yeah, so you're focusing way too much I on know, that. I know. But it was Ignore on Saturn, and, and it's live action, which was big at the time. And I can't remember anything right now. Um, I have another guess, but I don't know. Did what I say it live is. action? I didn't say live action. You said it's an interactive adventure movie. Oh, I'm sorry. 
Maybe it is live action, though. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that was a Sega CD title, that was. Um, I, don't, I don't have a better guess, so I'm just going to say Night Trap. Mm, Night Trap? No. Yeah. No. That's all okay. right. Go ahead. All right. This stars a digital actress that also starred in two other games. Mm. Said it stars a digital actress? A is that digital what actress. Mm. It's your guess, Delane. I know. It's yeah, annoying me because I was just talking about 3DO with a guy on Twitter. I had a 3DO before I had my PS1, and yes. I loved it. I played it all the time, and I had a bunch of games for it, and I'm going completely blank mm-hmm. on interactive movies or interactive adventure. Um, this is a well-known game, right, Dan? This is not another one of those out no, of nowhere, it's, it's right? not. Listen, I played it, so... It's pretty well known. Oh Not, nothing outside of Need for Speed or Road Rash is well known on the 3DO. Right. Listen, I was going to go with just Sonic. All right, I was just going to say it stars Sonic and then let you guys have 10 guesses each. That was going to be my only clue. I could have, You guys could have hit it or not. It was like 40 different games of Sonic in it. I will say Space Ace. No. That's just like Space Dragon's Ace. It Lair. is, but it's a different game. Mm. Yes, it's true. All right, well, based on the clue so far, I have no idea, so I'm yes. going to say uh, Demolition Man. Nice, nice, no. Um, all right, Bert, it's on you. Um, these game, this game has two sequels, though they are independent from each other in story, as in they really aren't related whatsoever in story. Well, how can they be sequels, then? <laughs> Trust me. Okay. All right. All right. So let me just clarify for Bert and I. Yes. They're numbered sequels, but the story doesn't connect. Is that what you're saying? Maybe. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, yes geez. and no. Um, How would I say that? I okay. Would say yes and That's no. That's fine. That's fine. How about uh, Gladius? Gladius. I'm trying to remember. Like all these games that you guys say, I try to remember, and that's not it at all. But. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I mean, that's not even, that's not right. even, you know. No, no. Um, I can't laugh at Gladius because I literally have nothing. And I own this damn console with games, and I, I don't have mm. a guess. Um, mm. I'm going to say this is not it, but this is a good game on 3DO. If you have one that you should check out, is Quarantine. That's a good game. I don't know what that game is. Never it's played it. It's going to be like Barbie's horseback riding. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to, you know, I want to challenge you guys. No, that's fine. I know, that's you, good. I know one of you guys have played this, at least. Maybe. Go ahead. No, All right, here's a fifth question. Answer, hint, whatever, Jeopardy. All right, this is just more of a, you know, I thought this was interesting. I'm not sure it's going to help you at all. But Sony only, Sony only manufactured around 30,000 units of this game for the North American release. While it sold over a million units in Japan, this caused the game's creator to publish the sequels on only Sega's platforms, the Sega Saturn and the Dreamcast. Oh, boy. Oof. Interesting, right? Oof. Like, how does that happen? No, that's, how did that's, I... that's real interesting, but I, I really like to, right? my brain to pull the game out right now. I'm trying to figure out how I own this game. I figured it would be worth like a lot of money right now. You own it still? No. Oh. oh. No, if I did, I'd I'm going to have like, a feeling I've never played this game once, once it finishes. But I've never played yeah, I had a 3DO and games for it, but this is not ringing any bells at all. I think the 3DO is throwing you off too. Um, well, now I'm thinking about Dreamcast, I'm thinking about PS1, I'm thinking about Saturn. 
Mm -hmm. Um, I I don't have a guess. I'm just going to say Loaded. Another good game, but... Mm, No. Oh, Loaded. That's a good one. You remember that one? That was a fun game. Yeah. Top-down shooter like Smash Bros. Exactly. Yeah. Dan Um, don't know what we're talking about, but... No clue. (laughs) That game was great. No clue. Uh, 3DO, they were the publisher. God dang it, Dan. Um... It'd be no fun if we got it on one or two. I, I don't even have like a guess here. No, um, I didn't either. Mm-hmm. I like the cha- I honestly like the challenge, but man. it's not Gauntlet. How about um? No, I, I got nothing. How about Laura Croft or something? I don't know. Oof. Original Tomb Raider. Oof, no. Laura Croft in Womb Raider. In Womb Raider. <laughs> that sounds super nothing. controversial. All right, back to Bert. Due to the violent themes in this game, Kenji Enyo developed part of the game in secret because he was worried about being censored. On oh! His, on his way I got to it. deliver the game to the States, he switched discs knowing that it would bypass the censorship. I think I have it. I'm not going to fully burden yeah. here. I got, I got nothing. So mm. I'm moving it over. I'm giving my guess to Ains. He's throwing out to Ains. He's it, I, it up. I, I can picture it. I hope this is the title. Way of the Warrior. No. God damn it. No. Never mind. Don't got it. You pulled no, a Bert. You pulled a Bert twice. You did. I know. Twice in one I pulled, show. I pulled a chunk with the uh, with the water. With the water. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, come on, our our fans our fans have that reference. Whoa. Come on. All right. Next clue. Next clue. Right, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the, uh, about this, the story this here. This is in my this guess, game. right? Yeah. Okay. You play as Laura Harris. Funny enough, also the digital actress's name, Laura. You receive a message that your father has gone on a killing spree and has barricaded himself in a hospital. The setting changes once you enter said hospital into a medieval castle. I don't know what the hell a game this is, but it sounds cool. <laughs> yeah. It does. It's an awesome game. Um... Man, this is tough. I, I it's going to be a game I haven't played. No, I think you it, played it. It's just, you know, the funny thing about this time, too, is I, I had a 3DO, had games for it, loved it, and I, the PS1 was just coming out in 95. It was the big rage in Japan, and it came over and I bought a PS1, too. And I had a Saturn, so I mean... I played this on the PS1. That's what I mean. Yeah. I had all of those systems. Like, I should be right here, and I have no clue what you're talking about. I don't, I don't, I don't even have a guess. Bert. Yeah. Um. Okay. So you got you got a pass. I'm passing as well. Let's wait. I'm ready for the next clue. <laughs> All right. Good. This will maybe help you. There is no save system in this game, and you are not able to pause it. You cannot pause the game. It has to be finished in two hours. Wow. Jeez. This game sounds awesome. No save game. Uh, you got me wanting to hunt down a copy. I don't even know what to look for. There are only forty thousand. Thirty thousand. I said. Have you looked at yeah, the value? I still got nothing, no, Dan. I haven't. Yeah, that, I've saying that it's a two-hour game. That doesn't. I got nothing. That doesn't add to wow. the, the I clues. I couldn't even do anything else. You, All right. I can't remember the last time I named that game. I can't even come up with a guess. Yeah, I got nothing. That's right. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bert. This is mostly just to shove it to Ains. Gauntlet, Dark Legacy, you know, the multi-million dollar six-platform game. When I say this game, you're going to, yeah. Multi-million copy is what I meant. Multi-million copy. I don't want to hear about it. All right. The title of the game, this is the last clue, boys. What? Weren't we just on five, two ago? No, we've gone through all these. This is clue 10. It's clue 10. 
Oh my goodness. All right. We are buzzing right through this. That's what happens when you don't guess. All right. The title of this game is a reference to the most famous of vampires. And I will not put my phone oh. down. I mean, I know what you're talking about. That still doesn't help me on the game. Um, mm-hmm. It's a reference to him. Right. It's literally... All right, you can I stop there. You can stop there. We got a couple minutes to take this through. I think it's Ains' guess. It is my I guess, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't have it. Um, I really thought... We're going to say... Dracula the Vampire Tales. Nice. You're not far off. You went way too far. So, I'm going to go with Bram Stoker's Dracula. No. Damn Dang it. it. That's my fault. That's two in a row we didn't get. Gosh, I suck. Man, you're going to have to change really, the name really to amateur, ga- amateur Gaming. All right, the game was D. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. You played it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, I didn't I never finish played it. That one. I, I played it for about five hours. minutes. See, that's the problem. Did you ever play it, Bird? Hold on. You're getting I, on me for not I, playing D, and you didn't play Gauntlet? I played Gauntlet Come on Legends. Now. I played a Gauntlet. So so there was D2, mm-hmm. right? But there was also Enemy Zero, which was actually the sequel for it on the Sega Saturn. I didn't play that one. Okay. And then there was D2 for the Dreamcast. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. That's why I said well, and there was a, it wasn't like sequential. There was a D on um, Xbox One. I don't know. Oh, yeah, there was a different D. Yeah. There's a lot of Ds in this week's <laughs> Name right. Game Boys. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm sorry well, I made it too hard. Another another one that nobody another, has played with me, successful. except for five minutes. You realize Bert's going to crush yeah, I know, he's, next he's week, gonna just Yeah, we're getting yeah. fucking something... Like Lidios. Another six, another <laughs> successful game. Name that game or I think game. No one even, no one even heard of it. Really? All right. Well, D, I know, yeah. but yeah, yeah. I vaguely remember the the cover art. Vaguely, yeah. it's, it's got a like a gross D. face on it or something. <laughs> it's literally the, the a guy, giant the, D. The guy who makes the game is known for like incredibly bizarre. Yeah, that's games. what it looks like. Yeah, he's super yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah, it's D. Mm. Yeah. It was a big deal. Well, that was an incredibly bizarre name that game. But, um, well, if you can go okay. play it, go play it. I'm not sure how, since there's only 30,000 copies of the PS1. That's weird, too. All right. it's, just, it's crazy that they only made that many. Yeah, it's I don't low. know. Super low. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Bert. Go ahead. Yeah. All right, well, with that name that game, we're going to go ahead and close out our bitcast today. Um, let us know if you got anywhere on those guesses for Name That Game, because we I'm still stumped. I have no idea what happened. <laughs> he still doesn't know um, the name of the game. <laughs> yep. But we have... Na- uh, I'm about to ruin Name That Game again. But we have BSG, Backseat Gaming. We have a new episode out. If you haven't watched it yet, take a look at it. We're continuing to push through um, with Bloodstained. So Ains is playing. Dan and I are backseating that game. Uh, anything you want to mention, Ains, Dan? Anything you guys have coming out? Uh, no, backseat, and then uh, I'm in the middle of writing a longer article again on, this time on Nintendo, um, talking about uh, not only their successes with the Switch and their, their U-turn from the Wii U, but really um, some of their misses still in 2019, um, from the UI to their online infrastructure and some other things. So I'm uh, cool. You know, hoping to get that out this week. We will see, but it's coming soon. Yep. Good. And Dan... 
Dan, mm-hmm. we'll probably hear more about your Joy-Con journey uh, yeah. here in the near future. Joy-Con so. journey. Uh, you going to yeah. review Ultimate Alliance for us? Yes, I am. I'm there hoping to have that done this week, but I have no idea how long the game is, so we will see. Cool. But I've been playing it pretty nonstop, so we'll see how it goes. Cool. All right, guys. Well, thanks for uh, tuning in for BitCast 65. Make sure to like and subscribe if you haven't, and we'll be talking to you next week. Have a good week.